if you thought that the crisis involving supply chain was going to be a problem because it uh, had issues regarding the constant supply of electronic items, consumer goods, and, and that type of thing, that is apparently the least of America's worries at this point in time. You see, uh, all throughout the United States and now in many parts of Canada, there have been protests by, uh, you know, uh, truckers. The mainstream media, ABC, NBC, CBS, CNBC, uh, you know, many, many of these channels are just not covering these protests. They don't care. See, it doesn't meet their, their demographic of the viewer they want to attract. So therefore, the protests of these truckers, because they're independent contractors, because they're men who are working, they're people on the job who actually work for a living, not there sitting, you know, complaining about, uh, you know, uh, being fat shamed because uh, their rear ends are so wide they can't even fit into the chairs on their, on their newsroom studios anymore. Yeah, you know, you're seeing a lot of that. A lot of anger from these uh, writers and producers and whatnot. These triple wides, you know, if they were if they were uh, uh, mobile homes, they'd be called triple wides. You, you see a lot of them, and they're always these angry, uppity, you know, uh, thrice separated or divorced women who you know have major yeast infection problems for some reason. And they all seem to be the ones who are who are also angry whenever anybody talks about being fat shamed. You're fat. It's not a problem, you know. If you have the right disposition, and internally, if you if you're you're hefty, you're big, uh, and you just have, you know take pride in your appearance and what you are, and and you know maintain your health as best as you can, you can live a long life. You know, I know a lot of people who live their lives being, uh, you know. Uh, shall we say, a triple wide and having a, a few moles and, and uh, uh, infections of yeast and uh, other things and more cellulite and stretch marks than, 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 than there are marks on a road. But, you know, there's some people who are like that and they're beautiful. But in these cases, they're not. They're angry about the way they look. They're not the way they look when they were 19. So therefore, they're angry at the world. And they want to be woke, but unfortunately, they're making it broke. So what is the major problem with the supply chain issues? Major problem with supply chain issues, one of the number one reasons the supply chains are an issue is in California, in Oregon, on these West Coast ports, they have decided that the trucks that should handle the shipments should all be hybrid. They passed it suddenly. They said no more diesel trucks in the area of the port of uh, Los Angeles in San Pedro. They, they were no longer allowed to access the roads going into those areas. So they moved to the trains. Guess what? The trains run on diesel. They pollute. And not only that, the trains are getting robbed. You're seeing massive train robberies taking place. And the truckers are angry. In Canada, this is what is going on. They are screaming Liberté in Montreal.
They call themselves the convoy to freedom and that freedom is essential. You know, that that's basically the, uh, uh, <laughs> you know, the, the, the issue. I guess if Donald Trump were to go to Canada and attend some of these protests, he would be pretty much welcome uh, along with many other populists. Not Lindsey Graham, not many of the others, but you're seeing this a major problem. So what exactly are they talking about when they say that the supply chain is going to be a problem throughout the United States? Well, you got to listen, you got to learn, and you got to look at the issue. And uh, they say it is a major crisis that is developing and that people are not adequately being told or nor informed by Joe Biden and others, uh, especially the White House. There is a major need for people to go out and look at this problem and see what is wrong. Supply chains are not just an issue. Empty shelves are a reality. And food is just not there. This morning, you know, uh, my son goes out. He does the grocery shopping. It's a really bright day for me. Uh, These last few days, heavy snow days uh, in New York City the last, uh, over the weekend. And therefore, I didn't really go out that much because, you know, the brightness of the snow is not good if you're a person like me with, with vision problems like glaucoma. So I stayed home, told my son, yeah, pick up some pork chops, you know, pick up some chicken and, and uh, you know, get, just get some stuff and uh, we put in the refrigerator where you can cook it while, while uh, you know, over the week. And for the first time in a long time, I actually saw see-through pork chops. You know what see-through pork chops are? That is pork chops cut so thin that you can see through them. Yes, friends and neighbors, that is the Joe Biden pork chop. That is the Joe Biden issue. And it is a problem. Let's listen to this article and find out more about it and what is it all about. In many grocery stores across the country, there are shortages of certain items and food supplies have become scarce globally. Many farmers will find it impossible to plant corn this year due to dramatically increased fertilizer costs, according to a new report. Below is an excerpt from an email from an insider in the industry. Things for 2022 are interesting and scary. Input costs for things like fertilizer, liquid nitrogen and seeds are like triple and quadruple the old prices. It will not be profitable to plant this year. Let me repeat, the economics will not work. Our plan is to drop about 700 acres of corn off and convert to soybeans, they use less fertilizer, and we also have chicken manure from that operation. Guess what? We are not the only ones with those plans. Already there is a shortage of soybean seeds, so we will see how that will work out. The way I see it, there will be a major grain shortage later in the year, especially with corn. I mean, we are small with that. What about these people in the Midwest who have like 10,000 acres of corn? This will not be good. A subsequent email elaborated on his remarks. As for the farming, I see it getting bad. Things like fertilizer and liquid nitrogen have tripled and quadrupled in price. Yes, commodity prices are up, but that certainly won't cover the new increased input costs. We are in NC, 
So while certainly not like the Midwest, we still grow grain. The Midwest, of course, will have these same higher input costs as well. Corn, for example, typically takes about 600 pounds of fertilizer per acre, plus 50 gallons of liquid nitrogen. Times that by many acres and that's a lot of money. Soybeans take much less. The plan for us, and most others around here, is to drastically cut corn acres and switch to soybeans. Problem is, there is apparently a soybean seed shortage because others have this plan as well. We were lucky enough to pre-buy enough to do it. However, most people, especially younger farmers or farmers where that is all they do, probably don't have the money to front like that. The way I see it, a corn shortage will come. I guess there could possibly be a glut of soybeans, but remember that could depend on the seed being available. I guess there are other alternatives, maybe milo, oats, or barley. Of course the corn market is much larger. Think animal feed and ethanol. I mean for animals, soybeans are used too, but it's a mix. What happens to the animal producers who depend on reasonably priced corn? I just don't see how it can end well. I mean, even if we end up with plenty of soybeans, even a glut, then you have a busted market for that. I don't know. There just isn't much history to base any of this on. I just see it hurting both grain farmers and animal farmers, and also translating to more shortages and price increases for consumers who buy the end products. Among the foundational components of our food supply is corn. Corn can be found in just about everything one way or another if you go to the grocery store and read the ingredients. It's not just here in the United States that fertilizer prices are skyrocketing. The high price of fertilizer in South America will greatly affect coffee production. The Wall Street Journal reported, Cristina Ribeiro do Valle, who comes from a long line of coffee growers in Brazil, is this year paying three times what she paid last year for the fertilizer she needs. Coupled with a recent drought that hit her crop hard, it means Ms. Duvalle, 75, will produce a fraction of her Ribeiro Duvalle brand of coffee, some of which is exported. There is also a shortage of fertilizer. This year, you pay, then put your name on a waiting list, and the supplier delivers it when he has it, she said. Coffee drinkers will soon have to pay higher prices for their favorite beverage in the morning. The high cost of fertilizer in Africa could result in 30 million metric tons less food produced. Fertilizer demand in sub-Saharan Africa could fall 30% in 2022, according to the International Fertilizer Development Center, a global nonprofit organization. That would translate to 30 million metric tons less food produced, which the center says is equivalent to the food needs of 100 million people. Lower fertilizer use will inevitably weigh on food production and quality, affecting food availability rural incomes and the livelihoods of the poor, said Joseph Schmiduber, Deputy Director of the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization's Trade and Markets Division. National shortages have been reported across the country, and the Wall Street Journal published an article recently titled The U.S. Food Supply is Under Pressure, From Plants to Store Shelves. Residents of Washington, D.C., are being told just buy what you need and leave some for others. If you're hitting the grocery store to prepare for winter weather, Please just buy what you need and leave some for others. You may have noticed empty shelves in some stores due to national supply chain issues, but there is no need to buy more than you normally would. HTTPS colon slash slash twitter.com slash DC underscore SEMA slash status slash 148241893071518515 question mark S equals 20. Well, that was Jeff Miller's article. Uh, and, and it talks about the broader picture beyond 
beyond the issue of uh, fuel and uh, food supplies. You know, from paper thin pork chops, we're having issues with major supplies of food throughout the United States. And this is something that people are just going to have to get used to. Because you know what? It's just going to get worse. I'm Mike of New York.